Hey everybody, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated, and one of the co-creators of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We are but a humble podcast that likes to talk about movies, but not in a pretentious way, but as if you just saw a movie with your best good buddies, and now... You want to talk about it. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my best good buddies. First up, you know him, you love him. He's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Mr. Stephen Bailey. Stephen, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home. I might be a little pretentious. He's he's kind of a lot of pretentious. But it's okay, because to balance (laughs) that pretentiousness, we have the ever-so-lovely, the ever-so-talented Miss Lindley Key. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home. Stephen, do you know where I got the man, the myth, the legend from? No. Where did you get it from? I got it from John Wick Chapter Two. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to say that because I wanted to do a shameless plug for John Wick Chapter Three because I'm so excited for it. <laughs> it's just, I still haven't seen one or two. Oh, they're so they're so good. The fight choreography is amazing, mainly because. It was a fight choreographer who created the story and directed it, but it is fantastic. Nice. Um, But that's not what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Guys, we have a variety of different topics that we want to talk about. Um, But before we do, before we get into our main slate of topics, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Audience, if this is your first time listening to the show, you might find that, hey, you know what, I really like what these popcorn prattle peeps are talking about so help us out leave us a like comment go on itunes and go rate us make sure that everybody knows that we are the podcast to listen to and of course after you've done that why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button because if you enjoy this episode i guarantee you're gonna like the other episodes so don't miss one Plug, plug, plug away. <laughs> All right, we got that out of the way. See, see, audience, it, we, we do our housekeeping at the beginning, so that way we can spend more time prattling. So, uh, for tonight's slate of topics, let me actually pull up my notes here. Um, so, it just uh, it just crossed the uh, the Twitter sphere that uh, Emmy Rossum who plays Fiona Gallagher on Shameless, is leaving the show. Um, and I am very heartbroken. I know Lindley is. I know Steven hasn't seen Shameless. But nevertheless, we're going to talk about it because we have no shame talking about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. That was bad. Um, in light of movies like Alita, Battle Angel, and... Detective Pikachu, um, that because that's a thing with Ryan Reynolds. Why is Ryan Reynolds in it? That's what I want to know. Like, why? Better than when it was going to be Danny DeVito. Guys, I don't know what's with your negative attitude about that. I have yearned for a Pikachu dropping F-bombs since I was a child. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Go on YouTube for free and see that. No, but I want one officially endorsed by Nintendo with good recording equipment and high-profile actors doing it. 
Yeah, Oscar, Oscar worthy. Maybe it'll be Oscar bait. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. maybe maybe it'll win the popular <laughs> film category. Um, <laughs> oh, shots fired! So we're gonna talk about what anime should be the next live action movie. Although I I think Alita: Battle Angel. I think that's gonna be a pretty good movie. But uh, there are some definitely some other animes that definitely deserve to have a live action film that is not whitewashed. ScarJo. Stay away from these suggestions. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I went there. Um, and of course, it wouldn't be Popcorn Prattle without talking about the drunken state of the DCEU <laughs> and their, their decision to make a Joker movie. Um, that's not canon. Lindley has more news to tell me about that, but I told her to wait because, audience, I want you to have a live reaction of how I feel about whatever her news is because I'm already pissed off that there's even a Joker movie and it's not canon. Um, but we're going to talk about that. And, of course, we, and if we're going to talk about the Joker movie, we have to talk about the fact that Alec Baldwin was in the movie and then he was out of the movie. So, in the span of less than a week. Yeah, I thought it was a week. Then, then Lindley said, "No, no, 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 no." The announcement was Monday. Then it was announced what today? It was today, wasn't it? Yeah, today. <laughs> it's like Romeo and Juliet. I love him. You love him. You've known him three minutes. You you met him Monday. It's barely Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, of course, we are going to talk about that because, again, wouldn't be Popcorn Prattle if we did not bash DC to hell. Um, guys. Oh, we still love it? We still love we still love DC? Yeah. I, I love the comics. <laughs> I love the comics. Yeah. I don't know what the, and I love the cartoons. Yeah, love's a, love might be a strong word here. Oh. oh. For, for the movies. Oh. Oh, I wasn't comics are great. Don't get me wrong. Comics are literary oh, I masterpieces. Say, like, I don't love the movies. <laughs> the movies, uh, they exist. I love the cartoon. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We got to clarify. We got to clarify. Because um, we don't want, we, we don't, we don't hate DC. We want it to be better. We just hate, and we hate the, that the executives are, have so much control. That's really the problem mm-hmm. at the end of the day because uh-huh. it was some corporate stooge who thought, oh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is, he's a good actor. You know, he should play the Joker. <laughs> my, niece, my niece said that he should play the Joker, so let's do it. Larry, isn't your niece like five? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, Lair Bear. Um, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, Steven Lindley, are you ready? Ready. Ready. Guys, let's prattle. So first up, we're going to talk about, uh, let's talk about Amy Rossum uh, leaving Shameless. Uh, for those of you who don't, who have never seen Shameless before, Shameless is the story about the Gallagher family. Uh, it was, oh, actually, Shameless was uh, a UK... British TV show yeah, first. Yeah, it was a UK TV show first. Um, and then they made a uh, an American adaptation. I haven't seen the UK version. I've only ever seen the American version. But the American version is so funny. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. Um, 
it has it's it's interesting. It has a lot of heart. Um, but it is so so funny with this degenerate dad played by William H Macy, um, who is constantly in and out of his children's house. The children take basically take care of themselves. The oldest daughter Fiona, uh, played by Emmy Rossum, uh, she is trying to create the best life for her siblings but in order to do that she does have to give up uh kind of her own liberties and that's kind of what for her that's the central conflict the other the other siblings they're great they've only gotten better as the show has gone on um and as they've gotten older and have virtually grown up on the show um but it is um it is disheartening to hear that she's leaving the show Especially since, I mean, I mean, I know in Lindley, I know he, I know he's the face of the show, William H Macy. He's always on, he's always front and center on the promos. But I think it's fair to say that Fiona really is the heart of that show. She is, and William H Macy, he probably has, he's the biggest name attached to this show. But, but he's not the main character. Mm-hmm. He's a strong support. He's he's like a Jack Sparrow. He's a supporting character who is a, a the face of the show. Mm-hmm. But he's supporting. And for an ensemble cast, I would say Emmy Rossum, her and maybe her, the oldest son Lip. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors that are married. Oh, they're so funny. They're um, probably the main focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love them. Ke- Kevin V. Kevin V. <laughs> Kevin v. I love Kevin V. But but uh, Svetlana is also she also came. She was like a minor character. Sorry, sorry, audience. So to be to be clear, so Fiona has like these neighbors who are these sex craze the sex craze interracial couple. And and at one point in one of the seasons, they end up creating a thruple with this Russian prostitute named Svetlana, who was a minor character. She was like she's minor in the early episodes, and then she becomes like one of the main characters. And they're they're just they're too funny. They're great. Yeah, and they've only and like I said, they've only they've only gotten better as the show has. Uh, as the show has gone on. I don't think the show has weakened at all. But I am curious, though, is Fiona's character leaving, is that going to be detrimental to the show? Because, again, you're right. William H. Macy is the Jack Sparrow of the of the franchise. He's not... He doesn't, like, drive the plot at all, really, even when it's about him. Um, they'll make them. They'll make them a part of a subplot, but not the main focus of the show. Um, since Fiona uh, basically gets full custody over her siblings, she um, she really is the focus. And so, where do you go? Where do you go after that? Where, I mean, what do you What do you think, Lindley? I I really don't know hmm. because. Here's the thing about Fiona. It is evident in the show, especially with this last season, mm-hmm. that she does want to be more independent from her family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it's there. The seeds are there. But do you really think Fiona would go so far away from her family? She's basically the matriarch. Yes. Would she really go that far away to where she's not in the show? Mm -hmm. And not close to her family if because she knows even though they can take care of their themselves, something's got to happen. Something always happens. I just, I, I, I think they have to kill her off. And that breaks my heart. See, I don't think they have to go that far, though. I really don't think they have to kill Fiona off. I think you keep Fiona on, but you just you just make her you make her move finally, because and again, you know the the characters in the show they have they have become stronger, um, and a lot of them have become more independent. Uh, I think that I I honestly think that Lip might be the one to say, um, who's played by Jeremy Allen White. I've never seen this kid before, but he's absolutely incredible. Um, he's an absolutely incredible actor, and I've loved watching him, watching his character grow. Um, I think Lip is the one who tells her to leave, because he's been telling her. He's like, Fiona, you don't have to stay here. You know, you can you can be your own woman. You can go out. You can have a life now. Like, we don't need you anymore. And especially, and especially since Lip could become the could become the patriarch of the family, because he does make that big shift in this previous season, where he does the right thing. He finally decides to do the right thing, and get his drinking under control. That would be what I think. I I I think you keep. I think you make Lip the new. Fiona, essentially, and and let let the kids fend for themselves for once, really. Except for poor, uh, poor Ian. He's the only one that I really worry about. Poor Ian. Don't feel sorry for him. He's digging his own grave right now. That's poor. He's bipolar, Lindley. Half the time he's off his meds. I know, but we we've, we've already had a subplot about that yeah but he's grown from that yeah now yeah he has people around him who care about him who are reminding him this is his own doing he's become a for those of you who haven't seen the he thinks he's jesus yeah he's become he's become a he's become a cult leader essentially (laughs) they call him gay jesus and frank sells shirts (laughs) that's a worship gay jesus it's so ridiculous it's so it's hilarious <laughs> it's i mean it's sad it's so sad because you know that this it guy is very very sad yeah that you because you know you find out early that um well not too early but you find out in like the earlier seasons uh that it was season some two yeah was it season two that we find out he's bipolar like his mom i think season two is when it popped up mm-hmm. either season two or season three is when it really started getting bad yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think there was like there was like one season it got real dark for like everybody in the family, and it might have been. I I remember it was like one of those early seasons. Um, but who knows? Uh, 
the the showrunners have already come out. They've already said that they want to uh, they want to keep the door open for Emmy Rossum to return. But uh, if I could speculate a little bit on why she's not coming back, uh, last year there was a lot of talk about Emmy Rossum not coming back because she was not getting paid uh, a fair wage. And and I think and I and I think that that is a huge mistake because you know nothing against William H Macy, but again he is not the focus. He is the face, mm-hmm. but he's not the focus. And I feel like the main focus is Yona, and she should be paid accordingly. Right. I mean, I feel like I feel like even I I mean I, I mean hope I would hope that as as good as he is, as good as Jeremy Allen White is, I would hope that he isn't getting paid more than Fiona because again most of the episodes are centered around her even in a lip dominated season it is still about her in an Ian dominated season it is all about her yep um she's always the main through line that goes through the entire season so to not to not give her her due um is a huge huge mistake Yep, yep, yep. Um, but you again for the people in the back. But you all, new people, you're you you might be new to this, but to old people, you all know how we feel about equality in Hollywood. It does not matter sex, gender, sexuality, whatever. Uh, if if you're good, you get your deal. Mm-hmm. You know, bot, bottom line, that's how I see it. It's not, a, it's not a matter of being a social justice warrior. It's just a matter of being fair. But let's get off our soapboxes and uh, let's move on to some anime. Because, uh, like I said, uh, Alita Battle Angel, that is coming out very shortly. Um, I think it's directed I think it's directed by... No, it's produced by uh, Robert Rodriguez, directed by uh, James Cameron. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, go check the trailer out. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of it. Uh, but also, Detective Pikachu is finally, finally getting off the off the ground. Um, you sound so enthused. Well, I'm not going to act like I'm excited about it. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible idea. I wish I wish we cursed more on this show because I got some, <laughs> some choice words for it. But I think it's a horrible garbage dumpster fire of an idea. Thanks for That's how you really feel, Mark. Thanks for destroying our childhood. But it's okay because I'm probably we're probably going to destroy people's childhood uh, right now. Um, so, guys, let's roundtable this. Uh, let's talk about our uh, what anime should become the next live action uh, movie. Movie or TV show? Let's say let's say that mm. because sometimes a movie isn't great, but a TV show you don't have to cram a lot in one in you know in two hours. You can stretch that puppy out. So let's do that. You can also make it a TV show if you want to. Steven, yes. What uh, what TV show? What anime would you like to see live action? I would like to see a live-action film series based off of Digimon. Digital Monsters. Wait, what? 
Yeah, you heard me. We're going there. I've been waiting here for like, how many years have we been doing this? Like five, four, four, five, whatever. I've been waiting patiently. I have had this idea in my head for a long time, and now I'm finally going to propagate the world with it. I want to see a live-action Digimon series. What? 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 So what What would the... um? So let's let's do this. This will be fun. What's the first movie like? So you can take this in several ways. One, you could, although I don't recommend this, you could do like a live action remake of the original series. Or you could go back and retell, if you remember, at the very end of the first series, uh, they mentioned that there were some original chosen children before them. And, uh, they never really explored that group of kids. Um, there's this new version of Digimon called Digimon Try that's sort of going with it, but I, you can really honestly kind of nitpick some of the inconsistencies with it. So we'll scrap that and just not regard it. You can explore the original kids that, cause they never really got their story told in, uh, any of the medium. And I think that would be cool. Talking about the original kids going to the digital world and stopping the original evil bad guy. And because there's no real, you know, details about any of it, you know, the possibilities really just write themselves. Mm hmm. But do they, though? Yeah, they do. Do the possibilities really write themselves? Because let's just keep it real. Digimon, that is a perfect, that's a perfect series. It began and it ended perfectly. Now, I haven't seen Digimon Try. Um, I, I mean, I hear it has its fans. Um, so I'm, I'm just referring to that story arc from the very beginning of Digimon to the end of it. Um, that's, a, that's a perfect story arc. I remember coming home at, you know, after school, right before Judge Judy on Fox 5 Kids, there'd be Digimon you know, watching Agumon, Digivolve 2, Grimon, loved it, okay? So you're going to take my childhood, Steven, you're going to take it, you're going to put it in a box. You're going to put that box in another box. <laughs> you're put that box in another box. Yours, you're going to mail it to yourself, and when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. Is that what you want, Steven? You want to smash my childhood with a hammer? Because I will not let you, sir. I will not. I am not going to stand for this at all. You are going to stand for it. You know no, why? No, I'm not. Cause because it's a horrible idea. It is a horrible idea. Because you go back and rewatch it and you'll realize that 60% what? of the original show is just recycled Digivolution footage. Oh, now, I'm don't sorry, get me did you wrong. Want them to go record fresh Digivolution footage? What did you No. Want? No, I'm just saying that I think you know, you can do a slightly more updated, better, more emotional. And because it's not bound by the censorship of, you know, Fox what? Kids or whatever. Yes, it was they horribly censored. They literally about the Book of Revelations in season, like, three. Yeah, they do. How is it, I'm not not, talk- how is it not dark <laughs> enough for kids? 
It was dark, but it was actually way darker in the original Japanese version. A lot of the, uh, you know, if you look at like a lot of the uh, changes in the English dub, the dub actually creates a lot of plot holes because of some really cheesy writing. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the storyline of the characters, and that's what needs to be the focus, the characters, because that was its strength. It had cool action scenes as a kid, but when you get older and you realize its real strength was in its characters, and that is what I think it would bring. But it's already brought it. It can't bring it if it already brought it. I will bring it on. All right, Kristen Dunn. Okay. Okay, well, by that logic, there could never be any remake of anything good. Well, whoa. This is not a Digimocracy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, Yes, it is, Lindley. Well, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute, Steven. Now, you have come on this show before, and you have said, let's make more original properties and not so much much remakes. Mm -hmm. Why? Why why take a series that people know and love and you want to tarnish it? Why do you want to do that, Stephen? Why do you want to do that to the people? See, you, you keep saying it's going to tarnish it, but you're not giving specific reasons why. why See, I why think it has a it? lot of... You know why? Because do not interrupt me, sir. This is... No, 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 no. no, 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 no. You if you let a corporate suit... No. If you oh let a corporate suit run it, yeah, absolutely it'll ruin it. Can I speak? But no, Bill O'Reilly, you may not. I oh, am talking. Okay, well, we want to go there. So let me tell you something. Some corporate suit is going to look at this and like, well, I remember my my great granddaughter Jenny. She liked Digimon. Let's <laughs> let's make this a dark and gritty version too of it. We'll call it uh uh Mon Digi because we don't want to acknowledge the original. And right before they call them Digimon, they're like they'll just call them digital monsters. The entire episode the entire movie and then at the right at the very end they'll be like what should we call them i know let's call them and then it comes up digimon digital <laughs> monsters that we it's never repo. we never hear digimon the entire time that you might as well go ahead and ship it to warner brothers because i'm sure they would love to make a big steaming pile of crap called mon digi for all, for all the people who want to destroy childhoods. Okay, well, to be fair, Marcus, I don't think they're stupid enough to call it Mon Digi. Aren't they, Lindley? Aren't they? They're making a Detective Pikachu movie. There are no, there is no limits. To all right. Movie. So if we're gonna, Here's if we're gonna start, about, okay. Here's the thing about Detective Pikachu, though. Knowing who they have cast. As Pikachu, a.k.a. Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. Deadpool. I feel like this thing is going to be super self-aware. I'm sorry, who's, how ridiculous. who's doing it? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. what? Yeah, Deadpool. A.k.a. Green Lantern. A.k.a. Deadpool from X-Men Wolverine He's Origins. learned his lesson. Has he, though? Has he? Live he had one whole since he shot Van Green, Wilder. He shot himself reading the Green Lantern script in Deadpool 2. So then it's that just what, that absolves him of, of Green Lantern. I had to sit through Green Lantern. I want my money back. Okay? He's been hurt too many times. He's been hurt. Uh, apparently he hasn't been hurt enough if he's trying to do Detective Pikachu. 
He must be a glutton for punishment if he's doing Detective Pikachu. What so is, and what is Detective Pikachu, Pikachu going to do? What is the plot for Detective Pikachu? Is it like some Raichu? Professor uh, Mori Raichu is going is to outsmart Detective Pikachu, who's like a, a Sherlock Holmes d- detective? With his Squirtle? Dr. Watson Squirtle? Dr. Squirtle? He's going to get help from the Squirtle squad. No, it's not Dr. Watson. Dr. Wartortle. Oh, God. With the Squirtle squad as the as the Baker Street Irregulars. This just sounds like a horrible idea. Just give me uh, Sherlock Holmes 3, okay? Just give me it's that. It's coming. Uh, well, it We're can't come fast it. enough because I'm not sitting through Detective Pikachu. So anyways, uh, back to Dim- uh, why Digimon's awesome. You almost um, said Digi. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said Digi. <laughs> so yeah, if you give it to a bunch of suits at Warner Brothers, yeah, of course you'll get some hot garbage that gets spanned into a trilogy that then gets spanned into the uh, digital pet cinematic universe where they start making movies based on Tamagotchi and then they have a big... <laughs> <laughs> digital monster <laughs> Avengers Tamagotchi. movie. Actually, I would pay money to see a Tamagotchi <laughs> cinematic universe. Tamagotchi the movie would just be like this little thing on screen for like five minutes and then the rest of the two hour runtime, he's already dead. So you're just watching a dead Tamagotchi on screen. Yeah. Because you didn't feed it and take care of it. It's your fault it's dead. And see, they would also, here's what they would also do. They would not call the movie Digimon. They would just call it Digital Monsters. And then the sequel would be called Digital Monsters, Revenge of the Dark, of the Rising of the, whatever. You get the idea. And, uh. Versus. And they would. Versus. Yeah, versus. (laughs) Digimon versus Tamagotchi. Um. (laughs) And then, then you would have, um. This is the big thing. They would not use any of the music that fans remembered. Um, and that's why in order to make it good, you have to put it in the hands of fans, fans who know that, you know, Mm. the strength of that show, um, you know, in spite of all of its strengths and weaknesses, the strength of that show was its characters and its ability to even take episodes that were, you know, by any other standards, just filler episodes. They, you know, they took advantage of that and built up their characters. They made you feel relatable to those characters um, and you felt like those connections with their Digimon partners was relatable, and that's what you need to focus on. You can take guys. a few minutes to do that, but you know, guys. See, have we talked about the fact that this is going to be live action? Detective Pikachu or Steven's live action? Did di- no, Monster Detective did- Pikachu is going to be live action. I love that. I love it because that just proves with, this is going to be hot, even hotter garbage. With with Kim Watanabe and Ben Bill Nye. He's going to be in this. Oh, not Bill man. Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye, as in oh. Davy Jones, as in um, I I think he was was he the guy in Harry Potter that was just like he was the guy in Underworld. So you get the guy from Underworld, the guy from Green Lantern, and the guy who said, "Let them fight." 
that's that's that you guys want me to be excited about this movie no i'm more excited about monster digital <laughs> revenge of the dark <laughs> Lindley, please tell please tell me your idea on what is going to be a better live action movie because i can't with steven tonight it's not gonna be as funny it doesn't have to be i want you to make i want you to make me proud okay fill me with pride well, I, I will start off by saying this. I've never been the biggest anime fan. Not that I don't think anything is wrong with it, but I just have, I've never really gotten into it. Uh, but besides Sailor Moon, the only anime I've really gotten into is something called The Ancient Magus Bride. Which, I keep hearing about this show every single day. Talking about it, it's really it's really awkward talking about it because the plot sounds kind of unsavory. It's literally about this skull-headed mage, or like a magician, mm-hmm. who buys this slave girl and like frees her because she has like magic powers and so she becomes his apprentice. Mm-hmm. Of sorts. And, uh, again, it's really hard talking about this without it sounding weird. But it's actually a really interesting show. With There's lots of creatures in it. There's a bad guy. There's magic. And I think it would make for an interesting live action. Hmm. And we've proved with The Shape of Water that you know sometimes main characters don't always have to be human in order to interact with other humans and make it, make it a compelling relationship mm-hmm. and i think with the world that it's set up the it could be really really inventive especially if someone like Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. kind of does something with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only thing it would need to do the, the two things that it needs to do to kind of improve because what i what i've always said from deja vu digest if you're making an adaptation or if you're making a reboot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you need to improve upon the original that's the whole point right so the two things they need to do they need to age up chisei because as a lot of animes like to do the main character the main girl character is like 14 years old and elias is like super old or like she's so, young but she's she's like she's old enough but she looks like a child at least make her 18 right at least make her 18 um so that needs to happen and the one thing that has always irked me about the show mm-hmm. i love the relationship between elias and chise but i have yet to see chise come into her own it's a very in a in a non-sexual way, it's a very submissive, dominant relationship mm-hmm. between Chise and Elias. And I want Chise to show a little more dominance. I want her to come into her own, to not be so reliant on Elias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even, oh, I can't believe I'm defending this, but even at least in the first... Fifty Shades book movie. I know. Don't hold on. I'm not taking the rest into account. Anastasia gets a backbone, and then it's later, you know, dissolved. 
But I want, I'm still waiting to see that with Chise, and I want them to do that. Marcus, shut up! You are defending. You are using, you are citing Fifty Shades of Grey, Lindley. No, I can't let you do this. I'm sure there's another example that you can use. (laughs) It's late. It's the only example I can think of right now. No, Lindley. No, not like, not like these. Not like this, Lindley. And then I said it's completely destroyed in the next two movies, books, whatever media you decide to, you know, take in this trash. I'm just saying. No, I, I hear you. Okay. I'm just Don't disappointed. judge me for that I'm, comparison. I'm still disappointed, but I'm, I, I understand. <sighs> Yes, I would love to see. Stop laughing! I'm making a point. I'm sorry, (laughs) Marcus. You have been so disrespectful tonight. What? Right? What? Are you kidding me? What? What do you have on the table? Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 we've bared our souls here, and you're just laughing us down. Oh, bare your soul, soul, Stephen. Was that your soul that you were bearing? I would love to see monster digital. Mon Digi will win Oscars. Best popular movie award. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm sure that will win best popular movie award. I hope that is the first one that wins best popular movie award. And then immediately the next year, they're like, "Yeah, this was a bad idea." All right. So for my movie, Jesus wept. For my movie, That's I. A good movie. Uh, I would actually, I would venture to say this could be either a movie or it could be a TV show. Uh, I just got done watching uh, Cowboy Bebop. It's a very short series. Um, It doesn't take very long to get through. Um, But essentially, it is this uh, future where the entire universe is filled with criminals and bounty hunters. Most of Earth has relocated to Mars. Um... And this man named Spike Spiegel is a bounty hunter on the ship, the Bebop, um, with his uh, with his uh, partner, uh, Jet. And Spike and Jet have these, sometimes they are hilarious adventures, sometimes they're scary, uh, sometimes you learn more about Spike's life, uh, but essentially the... The background is Spike was a part of this gang called the Syndicate. He left the gang. He tried to take his the love of his life with him, um, but she gets threatened by his former best friend Vicious, um, who was this badass guy with like a katana. Trust me, he's he's cool. He has he shows up twice in the series, and he he makes you think he is the most he's the craziest person in the world. Uh Spike and Spike and Jet, they go around the galaxy. They end up picking up two other uh, compatriots. One is uh, Faye Valentine. Faye Valentine is this. She is a hundred and eighty year old woman who was cryogenically frozen after an accident in space. Like Walt Disney. Like Walt Disney, exactly like Walt Disney, <laughs> except like if Walt Disney was scantily clad. Um, but again. That, there's got to be a deviant art of that somewhere. I'm, I'm sure there is. 
Mm-hmm. She's, uh, but Faye is like incredibly badass. She's, um, even though she is definitely drawn in such a way that it's like, like, okay, this is to attract male viewers. She's not written that way. Um, she, she you know, that's why she was designed. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, and, and there's, a, there's a, there's actually a lot of moments in there where they talk about, you know, like how she's dressed and you get the sense that she really only dresses like that to um, to trick to basically trick guys into paying like trying to pay off her debt. Uh, because when she is uh, taken out of cryogenic um, out of her cryogenic state, she finds out that she owes like 50 billion dollars. And uh, there's like all these tax collectors who are like, you need to pay it. So how are you going to do it? And that's why she joins up with the team. The other character is another girl, even though the joke, the running gag is no one's sure if she's a girl or a boy, um, even her dad. Uh, but there's a character named Ed. She is this genius hacker who is probably crazy, but she's super smart and she becomes like the team's tech person. Um, and my my dream for a movie would just be either um would almost be like you spend the entire movie the first movie is the uh the cowboy bebop team chasing after this bounty that's connected to spike's past and somehow like Faye comes up ed comes up they like they're they're all kind of working together um to fight vicious because there's this gorgeous there's this gorgeous scene um, fight scene between uh, Spike and Vicious where they're both like, you're the only one who can kill me. And Spike is using a, using a gun, Vicious is using a sword, they both get almost mortally wounded, and basically Spike blows up a church in hopes of killing Vicious. And they both survive. And that's the I think it's the third episode. So right out of the gate, you've got that action. You know, you know the stakes. You know that if these two ever meet again, this is going to be insane. That would be my movie. So, what would be the appeal of this? What would be the appeal of this? Well, sir, let me tell you what the appeal would be because uh, Keanu Reeves actually um, has been. <laughs> no, wanting... no, no, no! Don't start your don't start support by saying Keanu Reeves. No, 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 listen, no, 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 like it could be the most whitewashed thing <laughs> yeah. in the world. No, because there's no, because actually Spike's character, Spike could actually be white. You can't really tell. The only characters that you can tell are definitely Asian is Faye and Jet. But even Ed, Ed could be, Ed doesn't have to be uh, white or Asian to be quite honest, like it could be Indian um, just because she has a different um, skin tone than everybody else in the show. Now, the reason why I brought up Keanu Reeves, because Keanu Reeves has been trying his hardest to get this movie off the ground. Um, And especially as director or starring starring, but especially because of the success that he's found with John Wick, the whole time I was watching the series, I was like, holy crap, Keanu Reeves and the director for John Wick, they can do this. Like, they could make every single gunfight and and 
fight scene incredible and bring out some of those iconic villains um there's like one villain who is like this uh this assassin who is like this big fat guy who just carries around a cane and all he does is smile but you find out that he was like brainwashed he was a part of a failed assassin experiment and so he actually he's a deadly killer but he has the brain of a four-year-old and he just goes around killing people randomly and he does not stop until they're dead and he almost kills spike because spike shows that like he's he's kind of like a jack sparrow-esque character where when you first see him you're just like oh he's just some random dude like who thinks he's too cool but then you find out like oh no he's actually a badass and when he switches when he switches his character when he becomes more serious and you find out about his past you feel so bad for this guy because the final two episodes are just all about how how he had to leave the syndicate because he wanted to get out and he wanted to be with this girl and you find out she betrays him at the last second and that's why that's why he's alone oh yeah like this this could be a legit great movie but but yeah uh go ahead steven go ahead is... go ahead go ahead like rip a... up my soul that i've just bared <laughs> go ahead steven yeah so you know going back to another uh, anime that was mentioned earlier um that was also really well loved uh it's been a long time since i've seen cowboy bebop but i remember enjoying it a lot why would you want to remake something and tarnish it with a remake. Because the Cowboy Bebop series, unlike the Monsters Digital series, uh, actually does not have a complete through line. It's it's a lot of it's a collection of different adventures that the Bebop crew goes on, and really it's only the first two episodes and the last two episodes that actually connect to Spike's past. Which essentially is the the heart of the show. So I'm saying, take the best parts of Cowboy Bebop, and now let's actually give it a more a more cohesive story. Let's make let's give it like one central story to follow that you can follow over three movies. Make it a trilogy. You drive a hard bargain, Mister Sally. I, I like your argument points. I'll let it slide. Thank you, Thank you Stephen. I apologize for tearing up your soul earlier in the conversation, but you tried to destroy my childhood and I got defensive. A mother will always take care of his child. Remember that. Well, most mothers will. Some won't. Oh, Jesus, Webster. This is not This is not time for therapy, Stephen. Don't bring... Don't. I'm fine. Audience, I know him, his mother. Don't... Do not buy it. Please do not call into the show and be like... No, my mother is 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 like the best woman in the whole wide world. That yeah. was a joke. Oh, that's my mom. My mom. Oh, oh, is your mom Deborah <laughs> Sally too? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, <laughs> you want to talk about mother. Oh, you want to talk about mother? Why am I quoting white chicks? I don't, Lindley. You. It is. It must be. It must be late. For you because you keep you brought up uh 50 shades you brought up white chicks you know what lindley what 
Have you been drinking? Diet Have Coke. you been drinking? <laughs> You've been drinking? No. Thank God. Because uh, we need to be completely stone cold sober as we get to fan favorite topic. Go home, DC. You're drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last, last call, call at, at the, the bar. bar. Oh. Go home, DC. You're drunk. Got Patron in my cup. I got that goose in my cup. Patron rolling up. And the sea got me drunk. Party people in the club. Hey, throw them bottles up. 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 All right, so, um... Lindley, don't don't do not tell me. Do not tell me that thing yet. Do not let me let me get the audience up to speed. So, Walking Phoenix uh, a couple months ago was announced to play the Joker in a live action uh, Joker origin movie because we we need more Joker. Sorry, I'm having I'm trying not to have a brain aneurysm. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the plot, we don't know much about it other than it's, it's probably just going to be maybe a retelling of the killing joke. Maybe, um, Alec Baldwin was announced to be Thomas Wayne, right? Yes. Yep. Thomas Wayne. Okay. So he was announced to be Thomas Wayne and Monday. on Monday. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lindley. He was announced to be Thomas Wayne on Monday and today, on Thursday, when we are recording this, it was announced that he is no longer playing Thomas Wayne. That He said, and I quote, I'm sure somebody else can do it better than I can. <laughs> I That's just, a quote. That's I, an actual quote. He said that. Oh, my God. So, which is funny, be nice. because Alec Baldwin is a, is a fantastic actor. I got a chance to see him on Broadway. The man is, is completely versatile. When it comes to, to characters, I am just totally picturing him saying it in his Jack Donaghy voice. Good God, Lemon. Someone else could play it way better than me. That's what I, that's exactly how I imagine <laughs> him saying. <laughs> um, but, and then, and then that's, and actually, see, that's when I, that's when it hit me. I, um, I, I said, I was like, wait a minute, why is he playing Thomas Wayne when Jeffrey Dean Morgan, um, who plays Thomas Wayne in, uh, Batman v Superman. I said, "Why is he playing Thomas Wayne when Jeffrey Dean Morgan's already playing it?" Then Lindley pointed out to me, "She's like, no, it's not canon. It's not in the same universe. It's a separate solo story." And I said, "What?" And she said, "Yeah." And then, right before the show, when we're trying to figure out topics, Lindley started to tell me something, and she started, and it already made my blood I can't boil. You don't know this. I, 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 because Lindley, I think I, I think my brain just refused to see anything. It was just like, nope, it's, you know, it's just going to make you mad, Marcus. So why are you going to do that to yourself, dog? So Lindley, let's, let's rip that bandaid. What is it? What is it about this movie that is going to make my blood boil even more? 
What's going to make your blood boil more is the fact that this isn't the only Joker origin movie in production. What? Currently, this is... there are three. <laughs> now, I don't know if... One, I don't know if it's an origin. Two are. One is just a solo film. What? Lindley, what the damn hell are you even talking about? I'm talking about there are three Joker movies in production right now. Or at least in pre-production. Because there's this one with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh-huh. And, like, some other... I think the um, girl who played Domino, she's in it, too. She is. Uh, Zazie she's Beats. She's been cast. Yeah. You can uh, be in better movies. Cause she's actually, she's great. Um, what? The, the, we have that one. Right, right. We have the Jared Leto Joker movie in production. Wait, I thought that was I thought it was Harley's movie, and it was just featuring Joker. No, 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 no. There's a Joker movie too. What? Why are we giving? Why are we giving damage? Let me look at my grill. Smile for me, Daddy. What you looking at? Let me see your grill. I want to see your what? Why are we gonna look at Jared Leto's grill a little bit more? Marcus just had a stroke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why are we? Why are we doing this? Why? I don't understand, okay? Nobody, nobody asked for this. Who asked for this? Some some fan who can't get over Loki's death in Infinity War? They were like, mm, I, dear diary, what I really want is for more stuff at Hot Topic with Harley Quinn. I want Jared Leto's Joker. I want another Joker movie that has nothing to do with the DCEU. And, mm, you know what, just for giggles, let's put another Joker movie out in in the universe and uh i i want i want jared leto and because i love uh 30 minutes 30 seconds to mars and i'd love ooh, i'd love for brandon yuri to be in a musical version of the joker so that i can see it on broadway and i can wear okay my well, i'm not Quinn kidding stuff. i wouldn't mind that <laughs> Like, I wouldn't mind Brendan No, <laughs> no, Lindley. I will not I will not stand for this. This is horrible. But Marcus Marcus, this isn't the only other movie coming out. Because we have another Joker movie that's gonna be directed by Martin Scorsese. I thought that was off the table. I thought that no. was I thought that was the Joaquin Phoenix one. Or was no. this the Leonardo DiCaprio one? Leonardo DiCaprio is rumored. He hasn't been confirmed in it. That's a rumor. But no, that's not the Joaquin Phoenix one. There are three Joker movies in pre-production right now. I just I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like it. And again, I just feel like this is some like literally, I feel like some some uh, some suit at Warner Brothers. Let's call him Larry. After he pitched Monsters Digital, okay, he said, oh, also, my daughter, she's like, Daddy, I really want another Joker movie. Oh, no problem, kitten. Uh, so my daughter really wants a Joker movie. Can we make that happen? How many do you want, kitten? Mm, I don't know. Three? 
Yeah, three sounds great. Three sounds absolutely fantastic. I think he's finally. I look. Hey, I will censor this and post. Batman, no. DC. Ridiculous. They broke me. They have actually broken me. Wow. Is this the part where you just say, DC, drive yourself home? I don't care what happens? <laughs> you know what? You know what, DC? There's the keys. You know what? <laughs> because I can't save you, okay? <laughs> no one can save you now. Steven, I'm going to be calling Arkham. Just make sure he stays put. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't call Arkham because Arkham... Uh, I don't. I don't know. Has like neon lights now. Thanks, Suicide Squad, because that was a great idea. They also. But how else would they sell the merchandise at Hot Topic? <laughs> yeah, Daddy, I need more merch from Hot Topic. Can I have like five hundred dollars of Joker gear? Of Joker Daddy's gear and monster. and Harley Ooh. Quinn, so that I can write my Harley Quinn and Joker fanfic. I hate how many, like, people, like, children I've seen wearing those, like, Daddy's Little Monster shirts. It ma- it, cr- it makes me cringe. It literally makes me cringe. Because that's not the kind of daddy that shirt is talking about. What do you mean? I love wearing this shirt. <laughs> Stop. Oh, it's my so, gosh. It's so kawaii. Steven, I'm worried. You know what? I think I may have... Something that might get him back to sanity. So I'm crying. I'm literally crying. So you need to do something. So what if this was all really an elaborate ruse? What if DC knows that they don't actually have a fighting chance of convincing us that they can handle DC? So what if their strategy is to release so much news about their piss poor management style and their terrible decisions to make fans really, really angry. And it's all going to build up to a sweeping day where someone, I don't know, a producer with a personality stands up and says, we're not doing that. We're going to do this. And they unveil a DCEU plan that shows once and for all that they are sober and they have got their act together. So wait a minute. You won't believe that Fox had an overarching plan storyline to lead to Mr. Sinister. You won't believe that, but you will believe that the DCEU has this big elaborate hoax. I don't know what your first topic point is all about at all, but I'm just saying it's possible. Maybe there's somebody who still wants to make money at the at Warner Brothers. No, that's the problem, Steven. They do want to make money. And you know, because you know why? You know why I know they're trying to make money? Because they're making three freaking movies about the Joker to sell more merch at Hot Topic. I know. And because there are people who don't learn, they just keep buying. So. Yeah, yeah, because they think it's so kawaii. I'm just saying it's. You know, it would be interesting if that's what this all turned out to be, because I really would got be, nothing. I got nothing for you, would man. Be, would it be interesting, Stephen? Would it really be interesting? Are you interested now? Would that make you interested, Stephen? I'm about to tear into your soul once again. 
I was just trying to be nice and help you because I don't help me. Don't Steven. think there is any. There's there's no way to save DCU <laughs> any other way. <laughs> I can't be helped anymore, Stephen. Okay, they had their chance. All they had to do was give me the Batman that I deserved. That's it. Well, I think like, they were operating with more. He's the Batman. Uh, we don't need right now. Hey, with the way with the way fan culture is right now, maybe this is the Batman we deserve, but not the one we need right now. So we'll hunt him. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll hunt for him. I'll hunt for him. I'll I'll hunt for him till they finally bring in uh, 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 Jake Gyllenhaal to be Batman. Get Batflick out. I mean, just Jesus wept. I mean, Lindley. Lindley, why? You wanted to know. Why? But I just. Why are they doing this? Why? The evil of the world has been unleashed, and now you have to deal with the consequences. I don't know, Marcus. I don't have all the answers. I don't work for DC. I asked the same thing when I saw the mummy last year, and I don't work for Universal. There are some things that are out of our control. But it shouldn't be. I feel like this is just a slam. I feel like this universe is a slam dunk. I feel like it's not hard. I feel like it's not difficult to just make one movie that's good. That's it. That's all you have to do. Well, there is a little bit of power that we have, and it's a very novel concept, but here goes. Just don't go see the movie if you know it's going to suck. Don't support it. Don't support it. And I would encourage all the other people who kind of see this and and know they're going to hate it, just don't go see the movie. Like, movies are so expensive now. So why would you support something if you know it's going to suck? Steven. Yes. Let me ask you something. Yes. Do you plan on seeing Detective Pikachu? I will wait until I see a trailer to make that decision because honestly, it's not a property I'd be like, oh yeah, Pikachu, Pikachu. What but was the property? What was the property that made him geek a couple episodes, Lindley? What was it? Was it Jurassic Park? Well, of course. No, it wasn't Jurassic Park. No, it was something else. It was something different. Was it Sonic? Yes, it was Sonic, the live-action Sonic movie. I did right. not geek out about that. But I... Yes, you did. I did uh, you know what? I'm not gonna play, geek out. You know what? Just because you said that, I'm going to play the clip of you, <laughs> of you geeking out about it just because of that. <laughs> we all have our things. We all have our things. Right. No. Marcus has Batman. <laughs> I have the mummy. You have Sonic. It's okay. But I, but I want, but I want, I want to prove a point. I want to prove a point here. So, Stephen. So, let's say it was Jurassic Park, right? Even though the sound clip will prove otherwise. Let's say it's Jurassic Park, <laughs> and you, uh, you see it, and it looks horrible. The trailers do not redeem it, but mm-hmm. damn it, this is Jurassic Park. And for the most part, you like all the movies. Like, there's only been one that you despise. Well, you don't like. I shouldn't say despise. You don't like. I have it. Uh, yeah. Are you really not going to see uh, Jurassic World 3? If I, you know, hear, well, I mean, it really just depends on the trailer um, and what I read. Does it, though? Yeah, it does. 
Because um, Solo didn't look great for a long time. But see, the trailers didn't have anything that made me go, oh, that looks terrible. It just didn't have anything that made me excited. Uh, right, so what if that is what different if from DCU trailers, which routinely feature things that I hate. Why is Robin sitting there saying F Batman? Why does so Raven act do? like Starfire? But things that they, don't make sense. What if they sell you a trailer? Mm-hmm. But what if they sell you a trailer that looks acceptable to you? Mm-hmm. But you hear, but you hear repeatedly that this movie sucks. Are you still going to go see it? So the trailer I'm, looks. The trailer looks okay. So I'm going to take you back to Jurassic Park 3 because that was the Jurassic Park I didn't like. Uh, I didn't care for the movie trailer. I remember as a kid thinking like, that looks so lackluster compared to what The Lost World was promising. As a result, I didn't see that one in theaters. I just caught it later on video. And you know what? I was right. It wasn't as good as the other ones. Uh, with DC movies, you see things in the trailers and you're like, okay, I would expect this property to be really good, but I'm seeing things in this trailer that go completely against what I actually want to see. This just looks bad. And then sure enough, you hear people complain about it saying none of this makes sense, blah, blah, blah. But you don't want to see superhero movies anyway. That's not always necessarily true. I think for the most part it is. You've come out on the show and said that. I don't really care for the oversaturation of Marvel movies, but I would be perfectly willing to give DC a try because I actually like those comic stories. Would you, though? Uh, would yeah. You, I saw the Dark Knight you, trilogy. The Dark... You cannot you cannot compare the Dark Knight trilogy to the franchise that they're trying to build with these movies. Exactly, because these movies, I can argue, found telling nation. But you don't, but you don't know that because you, you didn't see the movies in theaters. It doesn't matter. I knew they were going to be terrible. And everyone confirmed that. And sure enough, when I did watch them, my initial hunch was correct. Man of Steel was garbage. Batman v Superman, hot garbage. Suicide Squad, that was like, that was like Frankenstein's monster if Frankenstein gave up halfway through and just said, I quit. Now, hold up now. Now, hold up now. Now, Man of Steel, Man of Steel is admittedly not all that bad. <laughs> okay. How Let's is just this? Agree oh, to no. Disagree. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> so you're trying to tell me, you were trying to tell me you were not sold in that movie uh, during the destruction of Krypton, which we've never gotten a chance to see in cinematic history? You know, for... Uh, for a race of people seeing their home world destroyed, everyone looks so bored. Like, oh, Krypton's blowing up. What people? You didn't see anybody. You didn't see anybody till the end yes. when the planet was exploding. Yes, you did. You, you saw Clark You saw mom, Russell Crowe. his dad, and they're just like, we need to get out of here because the planet is destroyed. I mean, you might as well put Keanu Reeves from The Matrix in there. Like, nobody is showing me any tangible emotion. It's just like the planet what? is blowing up. Are you up. kidding me right now, Stephen? What are you even talking about? I am talking about the 2013 dud that is Man of Steel. A film I am that going should to slap you in the throat, and I am going to tickle you. 
I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I hate you so much. Because you know so I'm much. right. Uh, audience, unless Lindley had something to add. I think all has been said. I was about to say, was about to say Lindley probably logged <laughs> off. It was like, I'm just going to leave them. Okay, bye. <laughs> if you would like to... If, Lindley's like, if you would like to reach me. <laughs> my Instagram handle is... Oh, my goodness. Audience, we're laughing. We're having a good time. I don't completely hate Steven. Um, <laughs> as per usual, gang, I've had a lovely time talking with you. Um, but it is late. I am tired. And that's... There's, there's not a lot of movie news. That that was it. There's not not a lot happening this week. <laughs> Which surprisingly, not a lot happened this week, and yet Steven still made me angry. <laughs> not a lot happened. And Steven still Steven makes me angrier when there's no movie news compared to when there is movie news. Cause I feel like I've never gotten actually angry with Steven on the show, except for this week. <laughs> And you've been on the show for, you know, we're going on three years now? Two years? Two years? Three years? Coming up on three years? 15, yeah. 14? No, we're coming up on four years. Oi. Getting old, kid. Getting old. Um, but, guys, um, I would not change it for the world. I love coming on every week, talking with you guys about movies. And hopefully, audience, you have enjoyed this uh, battle royale of, of movie of movie smack talk between us uh if you okay. if you agree if you disagree <laughs> if you if you've got another anime that you feel like should be the uh uh a live action or maybe you maybe you've maybe you're that girl from from hot topic that really wants the joker the fifth joker movie to come out um because you just can't can't just let Good things go away, can ya? Gotta keep carting out the Joker. I'm just saying, there's other villains. It's all like a sick joke. Like a... Like a killing joke? Like a joke that's being told so much that it's killing the joke? Like like a killing Uh, joke? Ah. 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 Lindley, where can the folks at home reach you? (laughs) (laughs) Folks at home, you can reach me. Stop laughing. I'm doing my outro. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Folks at home, you can reach... Stop! Folks at home, you can reach me at Little Lottie. That's L-O-T-T-I-E on... Instagram. There. Happy. Very. Steven, where can the folks at home uh, yell at you? Folks at home, if you head over to YouTube, you can find my two channels, Bailey's Film Workshop, uh, as well as uh, Steven's Workshop. Uh, You can also follow me on Twitter, at Bailey's Workshop. And be sure to look out for upcoming news regarding the upcoming feature film, Mon Digi. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in your head now. 
course, uh, folks at home, you can uh, you can always reach me on Twitter at Mark M A R C underscore Leroy L A R O Y. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, the Mark Leroy, um, or I think it's the Marcus Leroy. I'm not sure. I post a lot of pictures, but I don't actually know what my handle is. Uh, but you can also reach us on our uh, Popcorn Prattle Facebook page and our Popcorn Prattle Twitter at P O P C R O N underscore Prattle P R A T T. L-E. Uh, audience, like I said, we had a lovely time talking with you all, um, but it is time to sleep tight. So, Stephen, Lindley, I think that is everything. Am I right? I believe so. See. Audience, I leave you with this. From all of us, to all of you, we wish you peace. Love and tranquility. You all take care now. <laughs> <laughs>